Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast. We have the amazing privilege of having one of my best friends, um, Andrea Nelson, a prophetic intercessor and life coach here with us today. And we're going to be talking all about discernment and having healthy emotions and how that impacts our discernment gifts. So Andrea, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Would you mind just sharing a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business baby? And, um, and we'll just kind of dive in from there. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is such a exciting opportunity to get to be on this podcast with you. And I'm excited for what God is doing right now and the equipping that's happening via your podcast, but also just where we're going with this. So I'm Andrea Nelson. I um, have a beautiful, two beautiful daughters and um, I am happily married and I live in Vancouver, Washington. And I am starting a business called Catalyst Ministries, where we are going to be going through prophetic coaching and mentorship, diving in, talking about hard topics, um, you know, going after healing and healthy prophetic community and um, so much more. There's going to be so much more that comes from that as well. But I'm really excited for what God is doing. It's amazing. And I've, I've had the privilege of getting to be behind the scenes of this, what yeah. God has been developing in you. Yeah. It's always been there, but just him getting you to the place where you're ready, you know, yeah. or you're not ready, but you're ready. <laughs> and exactly. You're ready to trust him with it. You're ready, ready to, to take his hand and you're ready yeah. to, to dive into that. It's going to be amazing. And I know, you know, we've had the privilege of getting to do ministry together for a yes. long time yeah. and it's so fun to mm-hmm. just, to just get to dialogue about this with you mm-hmm. and, you know, even prepping for the discernment workshop. Yep. So we'll be, we'll be sharing more about yep. what that looks like and how to join us in that. Um, but I really felt like today um, just something the Lord was impressing on my heart is really talking about um, how our emotional health mm-hmm. will impact our discernment gift. Yep. And so for those of you, you may not be aware that you have a gift of discernment. You may call, consider yourself an empath or um, just a feeler, like somebody who picks up on all of the different things. Mm-hmm. If yep. you are a believer, you are, you are a discerner and it's important to understand that that's how God wired you. Um, but the flip side to that is that most of us have some element of unhealed emotions Mm -hmm. and when we have those unhealed emotions, it will impact our discernment and our ability to understand and see and hear clearly. And so I thought it would be good just to dialogue about, 
um, about how our emotional health actually does impact Mm -hmm. our discernment, how it can impact our prophetic words. Um, Not just, I mean, it impacts our life, right? Our day-to-day life. But when we're talking about as a discerning person, there is Uh, there is an anointing and a grace on our life for something different. Mm -hmm. And so there's also, that also means that the call is higher to steward our emotional health. Right. So do you want to share a little bit about your perspective on that? Yeah. So emotional health is one of those things that um, it's kind of a a topic right now going on. Um, But it is so vital for a healthy prophetic gift and a healthy discerning gift to have your emotions submitted to the beauty and majesty and wonder of God, right? Where they're not ruling you and they're not, um, they're not God in your life in a way. Um, sometimes we get to this place. I'm a very, (laughs) I'm a person who is very emotional, Um, I always have been my whole life. Um, but I also, I feel atmosphere and I, and I sense things and I'll, you know, I'll walk up next to a person and suddenly I might feel like I have to cry and realizing, wait a second, like there's a gift here that if I can steward it really well, it's actually going to give me powerful insight into what God wants to do and how he either wants me to partner with him in prayer or to release a word of encouragement for someone either standing next to them or whatever that looks like, you know, if I'm standing next to someone, that looks like. So it's one of those things that it, it can also be extremely tormenting Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to do. And I would say my whole childhood, I was extremely tormented because I didn't understand this. I was the kid who would walk into a room and become suddenly paralyzed with fear for no reason there was no reason for it there was nothing happened to me I didn't you know there was not a scary tv show on there was it but it was suddenly I was paralyzed (laughs) by fear or or my emotional I would just start crying Mm -hmm. um I did that a lot I would just start crying because I didn't know how to process these things right as a kid well when in fact it was actually a discerning gift and I was picking up on the atmosphere of the room. Right. I would I would do this at school. I mean, right. talk about being an elementary kid or whatever, walking into the classroom and just bursting into tears. Right. And, you know, teachers are like, there she goes again. Yeah. Yes. For no reason, no reason, you know. And I think a, there was a reason. I just didn't have the understanding for this. And, um, but as the years have gone gone by the Lord and his kindness has really brought people alongside me to help me learn how to not be controlled by them, but how to see his goodness in them. And so now like take, for instance, if I go to like a Walmart or something, I like to use this example. Really? Everybody really emotionally charged in Walmart. Yeah, Yeah. you'll get this. So I, what I tell my, what I tell people I train to do before you go into the parking lot, when you're (laughs) at your home, you're at your place of peace, you, you know, you've had your quiet time, do a read on yourself, go, okay, 
I feel really happy right now. Like things are really good. You know, I kind of had a fight getting my kids out the door to school this morning. That was a little rough. So I'm a little edgy on that one. But, um, you know, I'm excited for the weekend. I'm excited for this. Our bank account looks good right now so I can go buy groceries. Everything feels good, right? So you give yourself a checklist and gauge your emotions, gauge how you're feeling. Like I would say, what you know, do I feel happy? Do I feel sad? Do I feel angry? Right. What does this look like? And then as you're driving to the store, maybe it's not Walmart. I just use Walmart as an example. You drive into the store, you get to Walmart, you park, and you're kind of like, oh, kind of feeling a little sick to my stomach, but you weren't feeling sick at home. Right. Then you walk into the, you walk into um, the, the Walmart and suddenly you want to cry yep. or suddenly fear paralyzes you or suddenly you feel like, oh my gosh, I have no money. I'm not right. going to be able to afford anything. <laughs> I, you know, like all of a sudden, all these things are happening and your body is physically experiencing them. Right. Um, I mean, there's been times I've literally felt punch in the gut and I've started crying in the middle of Walmart. Yep. <laughs> and it's because totally. I'm actually discerning and picking up on a spiritual atmosphere. Right. It's there that I by doing that checklist can now partner with heaven partner with what Holy spirit is doing and go, okay, Lord, right. this isn't me. Right. This is not my stuff. How do I want, how do you want to shift this? How do I partner with you in this? That's and that good. little nugget gave me so much language and permission in all of these years that I've been training now to help people understand where like, how to process it. How do you right. process big emotions that happen when you suddenly walk into a room and you feel triggered and you want to explode, right? Right. How do you process it? Exactly. So. No, I, I love that because it, it, it takes you from that powerless mm -hmm. position, which, you know, our emotions can already feel like we don't have, we don't really have control over them, right? We have control with what we do with them. Exactly. But we cannot control having feelings. God wired us to have emotions. And actually one of the ways that he speaks mm -hmm. through us and to yep. us as people of God, as believers is through our emotions. I mean, exactly. I think of how many scriptures, um, just the life and ministry of Jesus, where it talks about, he was moved with compassion yep. and healing yep. happened. And so we have to understand that God will use and speak through our emotions to move us to yep. prophesy over somebody or uh, release a word or, you know, pray over them and discern something. Mm -hmm. um, now, the tricky part is that when we have areas of pain yes. um, and undealt with dysfunctional emotional patterns, um, how does that? So, I mean, I know how I would describe it, but I kind of want to hear how you how you would explain or describe um, how that will actually impact your discernment when those areas go unhealed. Because I think a lot of people think like, I'm a Christian. I read my Bible. I talk to God all the time. I had a deliverance session 10 years ago. Like I'm good, you know, but we're, but we still have these like clearly yeah. areas of a lack of health. Mm -hmm. And, and so how does that impact the gift of discernment, how you perceive when mm -hmm. God talks to you? Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying. So I'm probably not articulating that last part very well, no, but yeah. I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. So pain and trauma and wounds 
create a wall. Yeah. It just creates a wall. It creates a block, right? Um, think of it as um, those things because because harm was done, whether it was intentional or unintentional, right? whether it was words spoken or a physical trauma or a spiritual, like, you know, a bad dream, a, a hor- horrific right. dream that happens. I yeah. mean, trust me, you guys, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, those things can create in us a place of where we go into um, a protect mode. And we actually will shut down how we're receiving yes. from the Lord to protect. And what I, what I think it does, in my opinion, is it puts us almost in this like uh, casing, like mm-hmm. we, so that we can't, um, we can't receive from the Lord because we got hurt, yep. but we also won't receive from all the bad things either. Right. So right. it's a protection. Yep. Um, but what that does is, is actually shuts down your gift and you're not able to function in a fully complete healed thing. Well, if I'm doing that, say I got really hurt by, um, uh, I don't know, a friend situation, you know, there is something really bad that happened. He called me stupid. Right. And I, I took extreme that hurt really bad. She knew I struggled. She knew my history. I, she knew that in elementary school, I was called stupid my whole life. And here she is. She used this word and called me stupid. Yeah. And talk about pain, talk about hurt, talk about, you know, God, why kind of thing. And all of a sudden I'm angry. Yep. But then if I go and I have to do a ministry time on a, on a prayer line, um, with a friend, all of a sudden I'm going to start seeing everything through that lens of anger. It's impossible not to, it's impossible not to, you will start speaking words based on the pain you have. You'll go up. Oh, I just see that you have a friendship wound that God wants to heal. Mm -hmm. I've done this. You guys, this is, this is real life experience talking where you then, or, or like, I'm just so sad. And I just, I, I go in and I start crying for the person and realizing, Oh wait, these are my tears. These aren't for this person. I'm the one that's in pain right now. And, and so if we do not take the time to allow Holy Spirit to come in and show us these areas that are wounded, we all have them. Yep. It's never one and done. It's yep. impossible to be one and done. We are going from glory to glory. We are not perfected. We are not Jesus right now, right? Yeah, like right. we are going from glory <clears throat> to glory. We are healing. We are undoing the lies and the twisting and the turning. And we are, we are constantly pursuing, um, health and growing our giftings. Right. But that means that as we take steps forward, the stuff that we are used to, or the emotions that were a protective barrier or the pain that was suddenly comfortable, because that's how we, we, um, yeah, just protected ourselves. Right. it's going to have to get displaced and it's going to have to be dealt with. And I always say, you know, we're always a work in progress, right? We're always a work in progress. But I tell my teams, I would prefer that if you are having a really hard day Mm -hmm. and it's been a hard week, it's, there's been a lot of pain, trauma, you know, the ups and downs, roller coasters of life, your kids have had a hard week and it's just hard. And your emotions are not in a place where you feel you can hear the Lord. Tell me and take a step back 
Right. And instead of doing ministry, you get to go and just be with Jesus and get ministered to because yes. that's where messes come from. Mm-hmm. They come from unhealed emotions. They come yes. from unhealed pain that is um that we think is discernment. Right. And it's not. Exactly. It's your soul projecting. And what's also funny about this little side note, you will attract people to you who have the same pain you have because you are experiencing something big and we are attracted to people who are similar to us. So people will come to you on a prayer line or at a church setting or even in a grocery store and will say, Hey, will you pray for me? And you, they will be attracted to you. And this goes both ways, right? We'll be attracted to your health. They will be attracted to the healthy you and they will be attracted to the pain in you. Right. And so Mm -hmm. you have to be able to constantly be in this dialogue of Lord, give me clean hands and a pure heart. Yeah. Always. I, I want to know the minute my emotions are not in alignment with heaven and where they are controlling me instead of you being in control of my emotions, Lord. And me being a powerful person, being able to say, no, that's just an emotion. I'm going to take that to Jesus. Exactly. And dialogue about this. And so anyways, it's, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. It is, but I think you nailed it because it, it, it does just to give kind of another analogy to that. It's kind of like if I, let's just say, have gone through a really hard season and I am believing the lie that God doesn't, um, he doesn't care about my finances. He doesn't care about my health. He doesn't care about, you know, X, Y, and Z. Then somebody comes up to me for prayer or I get a word for them. I will prophesy from that place of pain and I will discern from that place of pain, because if I've put up a wall between God and myself, I'm going to my discernment gift, because again, I can still see and hear and feel everything, everything. I'm still discerning the demonic. I'm still discerning, you know, what needs to be delivered off of this person, but I'm not connected to the heart of God because of my own pain, then I'm, I am not going to minister effectively. You're not. Um, And I think that's why number one, you know, on our inner healing and deliverance team, we similar core value where it's like, Hey, if you're, if you're struggling, totally. Okay. It's totally Mm -hmm. okay to be struggling. We all go through seasons like Mm -hmm. that, but you have to know yourself and know the limit with which that's going to begin impacting your sessions. Yeah. Um, and your ability to like, am I going to have a hard time tapping into the heart of God for this person? Because I haven't even tapped into his heart myself. Exactly. Exactly. And so if I can't do that, mm-hmm. then I should not be ministering. Exactly. And yeah. it's okay. And I think it also then opens up the conversation of it has to be okay yeah. to say no. And it has to be okay to take breaks because if yeah. we don't give permission, permission for people to do that, we're going to beat people up. Mm-hmm. People are going to get hurt by they the will. back end of yeah. our unhealed process. And so And the other aspect of this too is, you know, if we have an area of unhealed emotion, unhealed emotional pain, um, whether that's unhealed trauma, Mm -hmm. um, typically, and you can kind of tag onto this, Mm -hmm. your perception of this, but typically what that looks like or has looked like for me in the past 
is my discernment will feel like torment instead of a gift. It will not feel like a blessing. It will feel like a curse. And so when people come to me and they're like, man, I'm discerning all of this stuff, but I'm not sleeping well. And I'm super anxious. And they find themselves like in this kind of crouched hypervigilant position of like hand-to-hand combat, right? Which is second heaven realm. Um, then to me, that's always the indicator that there's something going on in their, in their soul realm, like either spiritual torment or soul torment that's opened the door to spiritual torment that needs to be dealt with. So what is your perception on that or your, yeah, your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent accurate. Um, when we, when we are so in that place of pain and like I said, that protective case we put ourselves in, um, it also, it doesn't allow for the Lord's truth to pierce us. Right. right. So torment gets to have a heyday. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, just from personal experience, like, um, I, for a long season of life was so tormented. Um, and, I mean, in some ways terrorized mm-hmm. by, um, these emotions and these fears that I would have suddenly that would creep in. Yeah. And, um, I mean, from bad dreams, like just constantly having terrorizing dreams, right. right. To, um, to waking up and not feeling safe anywhere. Yeah. Like just constantly feeling like, I'm just not safe. I'm just not safe. Right. And I have nowhere to go to get safe, which is a lie because Jesus is my safety and my protection. Right. But I couldn't see that. I saw demons everywhere. It was like a demon on, on people, on rocks, on plants, everywhere. It was just everywhere. Right. Right. And it was, um, and it was this perspective of, um, deep trauma to my soul. And I will say it was my soul that was traumatized. Right. And, um, it was my soul that was having these emotional reactions to, um, to areas. There was a city I was living in and I was very involved in ministry in the city (laughs) and I worked outside of the city. And when I had to drive in and I get off the freeway onto my road, I would literally have a panic attack mm-hmm. and I would have to pull over. And I, at this, I mean, I was young. I was in my early twenties at this time. Right. I had no understanding for what was happening. I had no grid. I mean, I understood the spiritual realm because I saw it, right. but I didn't understand it in the sense of like, I don't really know what's going on here. Right. Um, I had nobody to help equip me. I, I was kind of on my own. I was doing ministry, but this was all new to all of us, honestly, you guys. Right. So um, I was like, but I saw demons everywhere. And I'm like, why would I want to go in there? And then it was this like hyperventilating panic, but I had to go because that's where I lived. Right. <laughs> you know? And so I don't, I mean, I would pray, I would ask Jesus to come in and I would feel peace, but it wouldn't leave that, that thing wouldn't leave. Right. And, um, I realized, uh, I mean, sadly it took me a couple years. Um, but I realized in another ministry setting in mm-hmm. another town, I was getting some ministry and I, um, realized that I'd been so focused on the negative. Yeah. 
that and seeing the demonic realm and believing those emotions that tied to that as truth superior to what peace looks like superior to what um comfort looks like like my reality felt bigger than what god's words yeah because i was living this out right yeah and a friend of mine prayed and that switch flipped wow and i got delivered and i got set free in that moment and it was like whoa like I cannot believe how much my emotions and my physical body and my, um, my spiritual senses and everything were tied to that pain and and words that were spoken and, um, you know, lack of knowledge. I just didn't know stuff. I didn't have training. Right. And, um, and it was crazy. It was crazy. And so that said, I will say if your discernment gift is showing you demons and negative things and, you know, you're constantly seeing the bad, yep. I'm going to challenge you that that's actually a soul wound and yep. there's actually pain somewhere in there that the Lord is going to invite you into getting healing in Absolutely. so that we can see <clears throat> for the good because discernment is meant for us to be able to ask the Lord, okay, Lord, what are you doing in this? And how do I get to partner with you in this to bring freedom for the atmosphere, for the person next to me, for the group I'm in, for the region I'm called to? What does that look like? And how do I get to partner with you in it? Absolutely. No, it's, it's so good. And I think it's, um, it's why we have this burning passion for equipping the saints, right? And getting healing, understanding their giftings, Mm -hmm. understanding that God doesn't want them to be tormented by their right? and that it's okay to get inner healing. And not only is it okay, it it will be essential if you want to be effective in ministry and, and not only in ministry, but just effective and overcoming Yeah. Your own life because God made you mind, body, and spirit, and they all work, you know, cohesively together. But I think, you know, I know for us, it's that, you know, it's that daily hunger of the body needs the tools, the body needs, you know, the body of Christ needs to understand what she's called to do. Um, And, and our passion for getting people set free from their bondage and their pain because we've walked that out. Right. And are walked still walking that out in different areas. <laughs> no, just and, last week, you guys, just yep. last week, I had to walk this out again. Yep. <laughs> I was like, Lord, I thought I was totally good. Nope. Yep. Nope. Situations arose and my body responded and I had an emotional panic yep. attack. And again, I had to go, Oh, wow, Lord. Okay. Still I have pain, big yeah. pain right there that I need to take to you and I need to work this through with you, Lord, and right. get some healing in these emotions and the thoughts that went with the emotions Totally, and actually, you know, ask Jesus to step in and to help me see from his perspective, what he's doing and get that, that all cleaned up. Absolutely. Yep, exactly. And it is, you know, same thing. That was my week last week too. I, I know. It's interesting that we both kind of <laughs> <No> like, <team. laughs> yeah. um, but it's, it doesn't, it doesn't feel scary Mm-mm. anymore. Like, yes, there was fear, but it, I wasn't scared that 
I wouldn't heal it because exactly. I, we have tools. Right. And so, and that's our passion to give those tools to other people and equip them, um, to overcoming. And so, um, I, I feel like this could be yeah. an endless, endless conversation. I know we could um, go on forever on this, but that's why we're doing the discernment workshop. Exactly. So, um, for those of you that are listening, um, you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes, but we are doing a discernment training terrain masterclass on February 26th at 4 PM Pacific standard time. Um, this is going to be a time of equipping, meaning that we are going to be teaching on the biblical gift of discernment, what that looks like to operate in the gift of discernment. Um, Andrea is going to be sharing about the senses. So how God speaks through our senses, um, and how we can really become attuned to him in, in those senses to, to not only, uh, just be connected to his heart, but also, uh, give that to other people, whether that's through prophetic words or prayer or intercession. Um, and then at the end, there's going to be some activation and prayer time. So I'm going to put that link, um, in the show notes for you guys. It's going to be a, just a crazy powerful time. We are so excited. Um, not only to just share what God is doing, but also just to see the captives set free. We want people walking in their authority and their identity in Christ. And a huge part of that is understanding how God wired you. So is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I'm good. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on today. And for those of you um, that are listening, you're going to want to go ahead and give Andrea a follow. I'm trying to remember your Instagram <laughs> handle probably should have figured that out first um Let's see here okay yep so it's yeah. Andrea Nelson um 09 at Instagram so um so you can go ahead and give her a follow there because there's some exciting things coming yeah. up uh for with Catalyst Ministries and some other things that we will be doing together in the future so thank you so much everybody for listening thank you so much for being on today Andrea it was absolutely a privilege thank you for your time Thank you so much. This is such a joy to get to do this. So thanks everyone for joining us.